This is the time travel I need, okay? Not your stupid <laughs> tenant BS, Prof K. You just want a simple portal? Explain it to me in a cartoon version and I'll get it, okay? Yeah, give me a fucking mascot. <laughs> so you need like a 50s instructional video to break it down for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said it earlier, I'm not smart, I'm pretty. <laughs> The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the music. Best music. You're listening to Real Talk with the Boys. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7, 24 7. This is T Bone, the bad wolf of Boston. Joining me from the Boneyard in Denver, Colorado. See, but we also know him as Daddy. Did I do good, Daddy? We like Facebook, Daddy. That is another sunshine oh, oh. record for you. Thank you, Daddy. Yeah. From Anywhere. south of the border, he's one mean being, Gordo. in session open your books to page 68 we have professor k and for the next hour we want to make you laugh learn something new and say what if happy fourth happy independence day happy birthday america it's going to be interesting when people actually listen to this. This is going to be a week after Independence Day, right? Notice how three of us said happy fourth except for one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, maybe it's happy, you know, delayed fourth of July, right? Is that a challenge to see how fast I can get this up? Sure. Ooh. If you do it today, then, then I, oh, then okay. I make a mistake. Right. What's but the... also, I want you to enjoy the holiday as well. Oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> I, this thing goes straight to tape. I got you. This will be, this might Devo be the day can multitask. Yeah. <laughs> Spend time with your family, T-Bone. As long yeah. as it drops at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, you've done Oh, play the speech, Tony. <laughs> play the speech. This is what I listen to every time I have to hear Prof K talk politics. This is what a real president sounds like. Prepare myself. Aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Gotta get chills every time. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. Why can't we have a president with that kind of hair? You can't be I wish the president could use anymore. this exact same speech if he were to ever We win. will be united <laughs> in our common interest. I mean, if aliens show up, it wouldn't be a bad Faith, idea. Today is 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Yes. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. Alien scum. Oh, good. And the background music. Okay, who's back this? Ooh, I'm on We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win <laughs> the day, is. the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. 
We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. I wish that guy would have started firing his AR in the air right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, too good. I actually was planning to watch that movie later. I tried to watch What movies, if you guys can think of any off the spot, give you chills like that? Like, that's one of them for sure. And the other Patriot. one is what scene? Like, I'm talking like specific Oh, like a scenes. scene? Yeah. Oh, like when they go to his house and his son gets killed and then he like goes full like berserker Ooh. on them that just whole like sequence mm. from what happens in the house to then the woods that's a very like for me that's like a on your edge kind of a thing but mm. i don't know if it's we're going this theme or not as far as independence yeah day, that's pretty but, dark but that's good sorry <laughs> i think off the top of my head um if we're going with marvel it's going to be infinity war with oh, or entering and yeah. end game yeah. portals yeah that is a good one for sure good 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 but what if you had to pick between the two thor entering and oh portals. end game yeah just having think, everyone come back oh for sure me too and the and the music in the background like oh yeah that almost brought tears to me that was that was good don't lie it did <laughs> <laughs> maybe right. one just one yeah, it was so good yeah. that was, that's one good down one the cheek okay that's a good one <laughs> what about you z anyone seen i nothing really the only one i could sort of think of was um in what pretty woman Oh. <laughs> when she goes into the store and basically shows off that she was the um actually i like invisible Ask man <laughs> yeah um, invisible. i'm too good at that i'm sad um and, and this is just recent like the invisible man like i don't know have you all seen it no. it's honor to watch list for because you recommended it is that the oh, okay yeah one? there's just uh, it's with Elizabeth Moss. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, really yeah. Great, movie. That's a great movie. I'm going to turn off my sound, so feel free to talk as much as you want about it. Okay. There's a scene Spoiler where she dumps, she dumps paint down the um, attic, and it like covers him because he's wearing uh, his invisible suit, and that always gets me. Ooh. I realize that's not anything that you guys are asking, but like that's <laughs> what came to mind. <laughs> uh, that was a great movie. Prof K, you're you're free. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm looking through some of like I have like a list of movies I really enjoy. I think a few other ones, definitely uh, like the couple of end scenes from Inception, um, the ending of Looper when the child does his thing. Uh, I'm not sure if everyone's seen that. So I don't want to say anything about that yet. That. I think I need that. Oh, that's I definitely I like got my kind of movie. So if you'll, mm. yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, v for Vendetta. Mm. Ooh. Yes. When he's in the alley, that whole scene is oh, like yeah. the intro. Oh, so good. But I would say definitely like Avengers has consistently, every single time I've seen those scenes, I've always gotten goosebumps. Or even like the first Avengers, yeah, when they all like kind of team up in the street. I remember that one was like. That was a good scene. Yeah, yeah it was, was like a cool sure. like team up to see that finally happen. Yeah. But one thing I but, would recommend, and I've been selling this to Z warrior on hbo max oh, they got it from, <laughs> i know i'm gonna keep bringing it up because i finished it but 
it's on it was like originally a cinemax show but hbo bought it and now they're gonna make a third season on it but it's like the whole thing is set up in san francisco during like the early like right around like the turn of the century of the 1900s so it's kind of like right at the beginning of san francisco when like there's a bunch of immigrants from china and then you have the building of the city and there's like all the conflicts that go on there but it's like very based off the gangs that were in san francisco but it's all based off bruce lee writings so it's very kung fu-esque as well it's awesome so just to jump back for a second the composer for independence day was david arnold and interestingly he also composed zoolander so he had a way yeah what an array of movies (laughs) to have on your resume seriously (laughs) i mean good for him good skill set all right t-bone what are we all so i have a fun new thing for us to do we have three topics our topics are the Delta variant, minimum wage, or voter fraud. <laughs> oh, God. Are you guys ready to spin the wheel of topics? What does the process of spinning entail? Let's do it. <laughs> Whatever one T-Bone wants is what he's going to That's what it sounds about. like. <laughs> Basically. I mean, I'm game for any of them. Honestly, I just wanted to play the sound, but I have... Yeah. A setup for all three. We can go through multiple. It's up for you guys. I just wanted to bring like a, this is our July barbecue of topics, you know? <laughs> it's our buffet. Yeah. Can you please play the Jeopardy Will of Glorious? Will of, huh? You were just playing it. The beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah, I can do it. R.I.P. Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. That sound brings back memories. I remember I used to go to daycare, and my daycare nanny would love that show. And I just, just watch it all day yeah. during the summer. I don't know where you wouldn't go to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The eleven o'clock yeah. hour, baby. Yeah. Twelve hundred for a bike, Pff, idiot. <laughs> it was interesting. So my grandma used to watch um, Will Fortune and Family Feud right after each other every morning when I was a child, and she didn't speak English or understand English. So I don't know what she got from it, but she loved watching both. Shows. Just even seeing the people jump around is probably entertaining, mm. you know? They're just all wild and stuff. Did she ever make guesses on Family Feud? <laughs> no, but I think she guessed the numbers like in the beginning of Will Fortune. Oh, I think nice. they, she did that a lot. That's cool. I like that. That's awesome. Isn't it Drew Carey doing it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I remember like I thought I saw it recently in the gym or something like that where it was like on just on the TV and I was like, oh, what? That's still going on. Well, I knew it was going to be still going on, but supposedly he's he's actually a pretty good host uh, and he it's pretty caring of the other staff. So, um, oh, that's cool. Like the individuals who are kind of the showgirls for the show, like he's promoting them like while they're pregnant to continue being on the show if they want to be oh. versus before it wasn't like that kind of atmosphere. So good for him. Do you, were you a fan of Ellen? I, <laughs> yeah, there we go. I, I like the persona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the whole story behind Ellen. I don't. I did like the positivity she brought, but yeah, uh, I I love the show. It was just like I guess it was a very toxic work culture behind the scenes. I mean, I just would like view Devils Wear Prada when I hear the stories. Is just anything that went on with that like she just was like wanted everything her way and just was kind of a diva about it to the extremes but so we it's lunch. yeah oh so so that's that's the wheel we pick yeah 
pretty much. Oh, I mean, okay. I wish I had an I actual thought, wheel. I mean, I, I could say, do I like you a... made like an actual cardboard wheels. Like, oh, no. a lot of that's time. A, that's this. a great idea. I mean, <laughs> what if you that's go for to, the like, interns. What if you go to? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there you go. Random number one through three. Assign it just like Two. it is on the page. Minimum okay, wage. So minimum wage. There we oh, go. Well, that was easy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's do it again for the magic. I'm gonna oh, redo it. You. Okay. <laughs> he wants he wants one or three. <laughs> okay, we'll do Delta it again. variant. Are you gonna do it to get three? Though. What are you doing? I don't know. Honestly, I mean, let's go with minimum wage. That was the first one. I won't change it, even though I have. To. You can if you want. You know, if, if you change it, that's considered voter fraud, right? If we have time, yeah. we have the timer. Huh? You know, if you change it, that's considered voter fraud. <laughs> well, you can talk about that. <laughs> I'd love to get into that. All right, let's start with uh, minimum wage because I thought we had a we had a, like a good teaser, you know, in our kind of like side conversations about this, and I think it'd be a good discussion. So. My the topic I was bringing, and this is kind of my argument to you guys when we kind of brought it up. What was the news recently that Nevada had raised theirs? Is that what like kind of eight twenty five or something? Yeah, yeah, eight twenty five. Chump change. Um, so the research, at least that I've looked into and done, is that I would say that we it would be crazy to just flip it and have twenty five be the new bar, but it should be if it would have kind of kept up with the rise of inflation over the years. So if you wanted the, you know, kind of that standard of living is kind of more so what we talk about, right? And kind of like what we're more so arguing than the actual dollars, I think, that this is kind of like more so the real number if you actually do like the math. Mm-hmm. So it's also kind of like, and I thought when I was thinking about this, it kind of brought me to a previous topic where we had a, like talking about manufacturing in America and to do the switch would be hard and it might take like, you know, 10 months or something but you could feasibly do it doing something like this i feel like it'd be the same it'd be such a shock but you could ideally get over it but yeah so i'm curious to kind of just bring that up i have a few different articles we can look at that i'll include in the show notes that just kind of like give the argument as to why 25 is a possible thing but obviously there will be you know hurt and pain along the way T-Bone, what is your argument? Do you think the minimum wage should be $25 an hour? Do you, where where do you stand? Yeah. Like if we're, if like the argument is doing 15 and kind of like, you know, like these medium steps is you're not really changing the, like, again, the standard of living for the group that you're kind of talking about, right? Like if you're just, you you support having a $25 minimum wage at a federal level. Correct. Wow. All right. I'm seeing that you're reading The Intercept. I, I would never well, have, I have thought I, you would have navigated have, down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I also have the Center for Economic Policy and Research, which has a very good article about this and just kind of shows you like kind of, again, we have a good graph that kind of shows if we would have tracked. One thing that they did here is they were talking about productivity instead of inflation, which is very interesting. But even 20, I could like, you know, I think 20 to 25 is more the range we should be talking, not 15. Like if you're going to make the change, make the change to increase the standard of living. You know, that's kind of, I don't know. Again, that's what I think the argument's about, right? Is that we're trying to increase the standard of living for people. So. So T-Bone's in favor of going to 25. Prof K, where are you at? So I I am in favor of increasing the minimum wage. I don't have exactly a good idea of exactly what that number is, because I do think the cost of living in different states and different regions within those states uh, are pretty influencing factors. So, you know, like 
for example, the Reno area right now, it's there's a pretty big boom, but it's nothing really comparable to the Bay Area. And so to live here versus live there is drastically different. Living here versus, you know, in a small rural area in the middle of the country, it's completely drastically different as well. So I, I do think it's difficult to make that change at the federal level. Um I do think it needs to be increased nonetheless, because, you know, when I'm, when I'm, my, my view is specifically for Reno, you know, someone who's making was it, 825 an hour. If you, even if you have a full time job, you're not going to be able to afford um, not even a house, but potentially even rent near the, like the inner portions of the city. So um, I do think it should be increased. I don't know if it should be at this level, at the federal level, but I think this is something that should be considered at individual states. I think the problem as well is it's not like it's going to be a blanket statement across all states. And so there's going to be certain states who are definitely against increasing the the, the minimum wage in their, their specific regions. So I think that would be a problem as well. So I think that's where you know, having a federal mandate might not be too bad of an idea. So to summarize that, yes, but I don't know how or to what extent. Gordo? So I'm just looking at the uh, the article I sent you guys, uh, the picture of the article. So it was a 2019 bill and says, so the state minimum wage will increase 75 cents each year through 2024. Uh, okay. And That's for the state of Nevada? Yeah, and so it's a two-tiered um, raise. So those pay bumps are now eight seventy-five for a lower tier, which I think in, the lower tier means that you get uh, benefits, or at least some benefits. And nine seventy-five is when you don't the employer doesn't offer any kind of benefits. Mm. So nine seventy-five. So eight seventy-five now. So seventy-five cents for the next what three years? Each year will be where it's at, and I'd imagine it's going to have to be legislation again that brings it up even higher because you can't live off that that's mm-hmm. and that's my next question like who who actually starts these people out at 875 and most of the jobs i hear about people are offering especially right now you know signing bonuses uh weekly incentives discounts at the products that they're working at i saw an article yesterday of squeeze in and they're like mm-hmm. drastically having to cut back hours and even close some businesses in Carson. I think one was um, in Vegas was another one. They're having to shut down for a few days because they can't hire. They don't have enough people to, to work. Oh, I was reading that about here in, in Boston mm-hmm. as well, where like they've offered people up to like 18 <clears throat> per yeah. hour just to come work. So, which is crazy to me. I mean, I, I think yeah. it, the minimum wage, I think people should be w- making more money employed than unemployed. I think that would offset any incentive or motivation to not work as opposed to work where you potentially are making more on unemployment than you are working 40 hours a week, you know, and if that means $25, whatever the case is, I do, I agree with Prof. I think it varies depending mm-hmm. on where you live. Cost of living is going to change. Um, but yeah, no, it, it has to be higher, way higher. And I know that the common argument is for businesses, like how do you expect me to go from 875 to $25? It's a gradual increase like this one, right? It's not gonna be a matter of six months and you start paying your, your employees five times what you're paying them now, but I think it has to happen. There's just no way you can survive off that. What do you use, Addy? What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, so it's funny that Prof K and I aren't like the immediate, like, yeah, put it at 30, right? We're not so <laughs> radical, T-Bone. No, like, I definitely I definitely lean more towards where Prof K is in the sense, like, you know, I've, I've had conversations with, like, pro- economic professors in college and stuff, and they were just talking about how, like, we can calculate the standard of living, and, it, and it's exactly right. Like, the standard of living for a person in California, let's say San Francisco, is completely different than someone in Winnemucca, Nevada, right? Like it just objectively, that's true. But like we could certainly do annual or semi-annual or, or however we want, right? We do the census every 10 years. I feel like the, the country could do like a every five years assessment of standard of living and, and really just try to enforce. I know um, in that first uh, recovery package that the um, that Biden signed, the, the goal was to initially get the uh, minimum wage to 15. But in addition to that, it was also to have the labor um, the Department of Labor have some more authority and, and really give it under their office. And, and granted, I recognize some of the arguments will be like, well, we don't want the federal government. But I think recognizing that we need to have regular re- evaluation of it, because like I think the last time we had a federal minimum wa- ma- wage increase was like over 10 years ago. So there's clearly a problem with that. Uh, and, and the other point, like and, and it's 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 kind of hard to say, but like I, I think it's valid. Right. Like, you know. If, there, if there's a company that relies on cheap labor, maybe they shouldn't exist, right? Like maybe they're not a they're not a uh, necessary company because they can't provide uh, reasonable uh, products for a reasonable wage. And granted, I recognize that's a whole other discussion. Uh, one final note: I just want to I just want to add, you know, and, I, and I'd love to get your guys' thoughts, but like, especially we're seeing it in like hospitality and restaurants, right? Like, uh, especially in, you know, being in Denver, they've added like a, a service fee, you know, with the last year having, having everything been uh, going on. And, you know, I've, I've gone out with a couple friends and where it's like, you know, they're asking like, well, what's this fee? And like, no one wants to say, well, it's just an additional service fee because they still want your tip. And like, I was talking to friends, I was like, you know what, just add 20% onto the, the, bill and just pay them more and then don't make me deal with all of this. So I'd be curious, like, what are your guys' thoughts? Like, would you rather just pay maybe a little bit more upfront and not have to worry about tips or, or where, where do you guys stand as it relates to restaurant workers? I, re- I recognize that's a segue, but I'm just curious. Well, real quick, I just want to say my views are within the con- like argument of minimum wage. Like if there, there's mm-hmm. other ways to like adjust standard of living and those kind of things, like, you know, taxes and all that other stuff, which again, like you said, is yeah. a segue into other topics. But to go with your question, I don't know. Because like, I feel like it's kind of, again, it's like what's happening now with like the markets <laughs> demanding labor. So the price or, you know, the wages are up to get that labor so it's like if you leave a tip you leave it open to the generosity of the person to either go extreme or you know but then again it can kind of go either way right no but or i guess if they just want to give more they just add on top of a fee but yeah i I don't know i just sometimes like i always struggle with like that because i'm just like i I just don't want to think about it. Like, <laughs> I'm not smart. Math. I'm pretty. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's a very valid question. And I think it's something that I've struggled a lot because um, I think the concept of tipping is pretty weird. It's not like for my job when I, if I do any, do any kind of consulting, it's not like once I'm done with my job, they're like, oh, you did such a great job. Here's a little bonus for what you did. No, like you 
they pay me what I'm agreed upon and yeah. there's no expectation that I'll do better because I'm expecting a tip at the very end of it. So, and I think that is, I mean, I mean, I never, I never worked in a restaurant, so I don't have that, that lens, but if I did, I don't think I would necessarily like have, I like to know that I, I don't, let me phrase that. I don't think I would like it. I don't think I would like not knowing how much I'm going to be paid at the end of the day. Cause that, would not let me plan out or financially plan out my future. And so I, I'm not a fan of that, but I don't know if there's any kind of negative consequences of removing the tip and just simply increasing the fees. I'm not sure that affects taxes or anything. I'm just completely unaware of that. No. Gordo, where do you stand? Uh, I think that I think restaurant workers in general, whether they're kitchen or hostess or servers whatever i think they deserve tips i mean i know that there's not every, everyone's good at their job maybe they're rude or whatever the case is so i shouldn't say everyone i say for the most part i'd like to i'd like to provide the tips when i go out because it's not easy i mean you are yeah. dealing with people who are not always the nicest and respectful and mm-hmm. you know i i did work a long time ago i used to work i was in the kitchen cleaning but i didn't see like the face-to-face interactions but you would hear stories and there yeah there's just some rude people so I, I like and i think it's also kind of a lost art tipping you know mm-hmm. it's just kind of i mean everywhere you go to mexico you go to, uh, on a vacation tipping is part of life and i know that's not necessarily relevant to here for the most part but there are some waiters and waitresses who really do to rely on tips because their pay is not that good you know so. so so then my alternate question to that would be if the way minimum wage was increased for them so they got paid a living wage would you say a tip is still necessary yeah i think it's more of a it's an art than it is a, a necessity it's like you provide good service this is why yeah. i'm tipping you <clears throat> now is yeah. this is this is the concept of tipping specific to like western countries or is this worldwide like do you when we went to europe to restaurants there there wasn't tipping there at all Really? Yeah, I was gonna say I think that's an American or at least Mexico, like a Western. Mexico yeah, like, is huge on tipping, like Western okay, or the resorts. Um, like they're the, the they take your bags, they bring your food, whatever. They're they're that's that's where it really is important. Is from what I've seen when I've been there, is that they mm-hmm. really rely on their tips. Okay. So. One final question I have for you for you all. One, I think we all agree, like the minimum wage should just be a living wage, that should be the baseline. Um, two, do you think there should be a maximum wage? Do you think um, CEOs should have a income cap uh, on their wealth or on their income? And and even beyond that, like not just salary, but on uh, compensation, whether it's stock options, uh, golden parachutes, what are your guys' thoughts there? I don't know if you remember what today is, but it's Independence <laughs> Day. Okay. Well, wait, wait. as much money as you today. want in this country. All right. There should be no no limit, but we should tax the wealth, not the income. So that's that's what I'll say in response to you, sir. Give me liberty or give me death. All right, give, <laughs> let me pose a question to you then, T Bone. So let's say that there was a cap, and once again, I'm not saying I'm for or against anything yet, but let's say there was a cap You're on for it. this is not CEO's, communist America yet. Let's say there was a cap on a CEO's wage, and the savings they would get from those from making that cap can then filter down to the the employees who can then earn the minimum wage so they can hire more individuals to who's to say that that would happen? Jobs. Why wouldn't the board just evenly distribute it amongst themselves? 
I mean, do you see that happening with like, let's say Disneyland and, and Disney as a whole, where the CEO makes a pretty good salary, but let's say Amazon, maybe. Yeah, let's not talk right? about this Disneyland. Disneyland well, I'm just saying, like Amazon's a perfect example <laughs> of a potential that sponsor. Had record record profits this year. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> we got an announcement: Black Widow will not be on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got lost. Oh, um, yeah, no. Um, because I, I, I just, like I just factory, don't. It's like, why would you trust the company? Such- Sorry, oh, I was gonna say fa- factory work is such a difficult and demanding job, and I don't think the people who work there get paid enough to do that. Um, no, I and, agree. and when you see, you know, the you know, well, that's Jeff why Bezos, you raise the federal minimum wage. <laughs> oh, one second. I'm not saying I'm for or against. I'm just I'm just posing a scenario. I, I think the yeah. best example of Jeff Bezos's wealth is uh, someone made a YouTube video of. Like, or a grain of sand is worth like a hundred thousand dollars, and they compiled what Jeff Bezos would be worth with grains of sand, and it's something absorbent, right? And so I, I do question a well, little. That's bit. why you tax his wealth and not his income. Hey, if everyone wants to be taxed like that, I'm not going to stop you, T-Bone. It's just like <laughs> I, I haven't seen that consistency with your conversation throughout the past few episodes, so I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've been pretty stable on that point of a wealth tax over income tax. Okay. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not against that. I'm, I'm, I'm for take that. me to the tapes. We can always go back to the tapes, but <laughs> interns, because it's like, <laughs> exactly. Um, cause I, I, yeah, it's just like, if they have, I just feel like if you like, if you tax, like how much they can make, they just won't make money. You know, like how some CEOs only make like a dollar. Right. And if you're doing an income tax, like obviously they're not going to get any money. Well, yeah, Jeff Bezos, you know? his salary is $80,000 a year, but yeah, so there like, is what, stocks like and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But you're so, talking about capping, like how much he makes off of like pay and bonuses and all that. If he just doesn't take any of that, but takes all the stock options. Do you see what I'm saying? They could so still Yeah, no, it's a it. valid concern. Yeah. Yeah. So what might help me then is what changed over the past century, the past couple of decades? Because my understanding was not too long ago, CEOs didn't make as much as they earn now. Like the discrepancy between their lowest earning employees and their and their CEO wasn't as drastic of a, a ratio that we have now. Woodrow Wilson, the Federal Reserve, big banks. I, I might need someone to translate that for me. You just answered uh, your question propaganda. in five words. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so like the transition to like big corporations, right? Like that's like kind of like quasi government type entities that have this much well, sway, right? I'm like, gonna give you pushback. Like the ar- the argument for you know the recent economy and, and the recent um, economic structure we have is shareholder value, right? And shareholder value is like making sure that the stock rises. And what's a CEO's pay peg to stock prices? So they have an incentive to. And make sure that their stock prices go up because they're going to get paid more. So, you know, it's there's a lot of things to discuss there, but I definitely think there it's it's definitely somewhere that we should discuss. And and T Bone definitely has a valid comment of tax the wealth, not the income, because we should uh, capital is not the same as labor. But you know, I think both instances uh, we should really evaluate because not all CEOs, right? Let's be real, not all CEOs are like Jeff Bezos or 
Mark Zuckerberg or some of these tech CEOs that are like, oh, I'm just taking $1 in salary, but they have, you know, the amount of stocks that they can then take loans against, which give them unseen opportunities of capital. Like, I, I do want to just correct Gates, what I said earlier. The Gates Foundation having stock in like everything and everyone. Compared to most CEOs, Bob Iger doesn't make as much as, as many of them, but he does well, get called he's out. He's not by, CEO anymore, right? Or when he when he was the CEO. Yeah. So, Disney, if you are interested in sponsoring us, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Bob, we still love you. We still love you. We know I mean, you you come from working class. The boys could go to China. I'd be willing to do a democracy tour there. With, I would with the appropriate security. <laughs> yeah, by security, I mean a, a special. Like we go to the U.S. consulate, times. we stay at the U.S. consulate, and we don't leave the U.S. consulate. Kind of a deal, but. <laughs> anyways, um, well, can I can I fit in another topic? You guys want to talk about something fun, a little more hot, hot and saucy? I don't want to talk about the variant. We're talking about the variant. <laughs> <laughs> there's really twenty dollars, so it have to be a tough start for Joey. But I think there's a few guys Who's playing. Is that you guys? That's not me. Sorry, uh, Joey Chestnut's okay. about to uh, defend his hot dog eating championship. Oh, nice. Ooh, let's go. I kind of want to watch this. Much more happening. important than this variant bullshit. <laughs> it's, I forgot the his main competitor's name. I know there was a controversy over the past year or two where he wasn't allowed to compete. Is he? Uh, the guy from, uh, I think, Japan, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. I don't know Is if he's he competing this year. year? Oh, Obayashi. Yeah. Yeah. Is it happening? <laughs> That's not happening. No, I'm not doing this. It's garbage. You're not going to make me wait for it. All right. Anyways, the variant. Well, this is more so about ivermectin. And I'm going to have a question for our resident professor as to a, a, a point that I thought about. So let's get into this is uh, what's her name? She's on Fox Business, so I'll just let you know that. See, uh, <laughs> Maria Bartolomeo. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm already upset. There we go. All right, let's do it. So, does this boil down to money, then, Dr. Corey? I mean, this drug made by Merck, ivermectin, is off patent. They're not making any money on it anymore. But now, uh, Fauci says he's looking at a drug that's going to be a patented drug made by Merck. Aren't the underlying chemicals the same? So now they're going to have that on patent, so that they could they they, they could make uh, a huge profit on it. Well, that's, that's I mean, that is so clearly the, uh, it's, a, it's a glaring example of the system that we're in, which is that for profit medicines are favored to almost the total exclusion of nonprofit medicines. And so you see all of this money being thrown at pharmaceutical companies to develop new therapies when we already have existing repurposed drugs that are highly effective. They will never develop a drug that is more effective than ivermectin. I find it absurd. Our government just gave, you know, committed over four billion dollars in two different areas this week to try to find an oral antiviral early treatment therapy we have it now we can save so many lives this is a treatable disease we've identified that drug and it needs to be systematically uh, deployed throughout the throughout the healthcare system and do you want the second clip of how many lives he suggests it could save or do you just want to dive into it 
I'm not triggered. <laughs> Let's do it. Either. Lives would have been saved had the NIH Hold instituted on. ivermectin. Over 100,000 100, patients' lives would have been saved had the NIH instituted ivermectin when we presented to them in early January. If they had done what Mexico did, over 100,000 American lives would have been saved. And around the world, if they had followed our lead, we're talking about over a million yeah. lives based just on that paper. So I also looked up the doctor just so that you guys can know who he is. I did my research this time. I came prepared. But my question is, one, why are we worried about the variant if we have this, either the new drug or this drug available and we have like pretty much, we have a known treatment? Like what is the concern over if we know that we can treat it now? Ibo and I've been on the front lines lately. Did you get vaccinated? I did not. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Yeah. I mean, wink. You just I answered did. our question. I did. You just wink. answered our question. Wink. <laughs> because you identify as vaccinated but not fully vaccinated, that's See, why we're so it. concerned about the variant. But <laughs> it still doesn't answer my question. So your question is, why are we so concerned about the variant when we have solutions? When we have a treatment, correct? Yeah, tell us why. Because no, people like you. you. <laughs> no, but I don't see it. That does. I don't understand what. Because the variant is well. I want to just be very clear. I'm not a scientist. This is based off of news reports. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let Prof K answer. But the the reports is that the variant is far more contagious and it's far more um, uh, dangerous for non-vaccinated folks. So. Fundamentally, it comes down to folks that have chosen not to vaccinate or those that cannot get vaccinated. Whether it's due, I didn't say that. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, that's what the news say. Uh, that's not what they said. They I mean, just said, regardless you know, of who does, just look at the data. If there's people who aren't vaccinated, their people are at risk of dying and having negative consequences. But is that because they don't get this treatment? No, it's because they didn't yeah. get the vaccine. But why don't why? But again, that's what I'm saying is why do we need? the vaccine if we have a treatment to be able to cure it if you get it so when we in, in public health um we usually classify it in three levels of prevention primary secondary and tertiary um and big thing for public health is called upstream where you go earlier in the problem to solve it and so once someone has a disease now you're in the secondary and potentially tertiary levels of prevention which that's when individuals normally have negative consequences associated with it. So with primary earlier on, you're preventing the disease from even kind of latching or getting a hold of the individual and you're preventing all those consequences from occurring. So the earlier we, we stop the disease, the better outcomes we have for populations. And that's where vaccines come to it because even though an individual can be exposed to the vaccine, your body's prepped to fight it. And so um, you won't have those side effects associated with the disease or potentially the long-term consequences of it. And so that's where, where the vaccine is almost always better than any kind of treatment effort post-exposure. Um, isn't cheaper. this vaccine designed for the original COVID-19 strain and not the variant? And haven't people uh, who have been vaccinated been contracting set variant? So... A lot of questions there. Um, yes and no. Um, so just like uh, a lot of other conditions where even if a pathogen mutates slightly, most of the markers are still close enough to where your body will still recognize it and still be able to fight it off, even if it's a variant of it. It's not always the case. It depends on the amount of mutations. So that's 
part of the reason why you need to get a new influenza uh, vaccine every single year because of how drastically it mutates on an annual basis. But when we're saying that in terms of the the amount influenza mutates compared to COVID, it's like not even in the same ballpark. So um, those individuals who do get um, COVID again post-vaccine, it does occur. It is a small fraction, but that does occur with other vaccines as well. Uh, and that is... I was expected oh. long, long ago. Sorry, go for it, Zaddy. No, 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 I was just going to ask, T-Bone, this treatment that uh, propaganda is, is uh, trying to share, is it You can look it up. Or- it's all verified. It's not. Well, I'm just speaking about false. Fox News. I'm just saying they're yeah. propaganda. No, I know. Uh, but if, but- you just, if you just type in ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine now, there's abundant information kind of but are those, the reality those are of how effective it those is. Are not, those are right. not preventative right it's no, if you, you can take, take it, it you have to take time. it you would have then to continue we'll... to take it to not get it right like it's not something like a vaccine where once you've gotten it the likeliness of you getting it again is very uh, low is that correct i believe it's both uh if you take it before it reduces you contracting it or at least the effect of it on you and then when you do have it taking it with other like the whole cocktail with like zinc and other things like that like a steroid possibly will help you also defeat being infected and having the actual infection that's my understanding is that it works both before and during so that's kind of my argument is that we can save people by giving them this like quarter you know nickel cost drug but my my curiosity and this is what the clips are about is that I don't know if it's Moderna or who's making the new version of this drug, ivermectin, the like new patented version, basically, that they can make more money off of. And that's kind of her argument in the clip is that are they just waiting for the patented one to come out to then distribute? And then that will be the thing that they push and not ivermectin. And then his argument is that if they would have used this when they talked about it in Congress, or at least looked at it more, investigated it, it could have saved more lives. That's at least the argument that that guy is making. So again, for me, like I understand you're saying to stop the spread or even just catching the disease by vaccinating people with what we do with other diseases. But with this, I'm saying in the current form, we have both a way to prevent and treat it by using these off label drugs, basically, at least from what the studies have been showing. Right. Like, I mean, that's not just stuff I'm pulling out of my rear See, they, yeah, look, we can be we can be civil <laughs> when mom and dad are here. <laughs> so that's just kind of my question, I guess. Like, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I will, time will tell at a certain point, but. I, I guess an okay. alternate scenario I, I do want to give. I'm sorry, Zach, go for it. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I, cause I have a question for you, so go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, let's take an example that I think we're all familiar with just because it affects the U.S. quite drastically. Um, let's go with obesity and hypertension or high blood pressure. Um, would we want to treat an individual who has high blood pressure once they have high blood pressure, or would we want to kind of recommend having a healthier diet and exercising earlier on in life so they're less likely to develop heart disease? Which one is as, better? As like, an obese person with high blood pressure, <laughs> I, I vote for the for, I vote for the second option. But I just love pizza. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, and I think the reason I say that is, you know, it's something that is, I think, something we can all potentially relate to. And if once an individual has hypertension or development of heart disease, it is more difficult to deal with um, versus 
being healthier earlier on in life. And so I think that is something to be mindful of. And that, that's kind of where we're trying to go with COVID. It's not necessarily, I, I think it's really unfortunate that it's become so politicized over the past year um, because I don't Thanks. think public health really should be. I think the only thing public health should be in politics is getting additional funding for kind of the, the services they provide. And so, yeah, so that's where the vaccine is. It's about treating an individual before a disease develops. So I, I have two two items that I want to say. One just is a is a statement, and then two is a follow up. So I I do not want to have this discussion of well, if we had tried these other methods, we could have present, prevented lives. Because uh, if we if we actually go back and look at the response, we could have saved hundreds of thousands of lives by saying wear a mask and wash your hands, right? Like, let's not get into this whole argument of, well, if we tried this remedy, if we tried this solution. Oh yeah, no, I don't want to play Captain Hindsight because you're exactly, right. It's always, exactly. yeah, no, 100%. But I'm saying at least what he's arguing is if we do it now, we can end this. This whole Delta variant wouldn't be a thing. That's why I bring all this up and that they're but not when, doing it because they want the one that they can make money off of and not this cheap drug. And then my final comment is going to be, and this is sort of what I've been saying, and, and I, I hate that this sounds morbid, right? and I want to be clear, like, for those that can't get vaccinated due to immunity, uh, their immune system, like, I, at this point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you're not vaccinated and you've chosen not to be vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I'm less likely to get it. If something happens, I wish you all the best, um, but, like, I, I, I've moved on. Uh, Prof K, is that a is that a reasonable understanding for folks that are vaccinated, or should there be any concern with that mindset? Wait, say that one more time. Do you okay. know what today oh. is? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 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 Essentially, all I'm saying is, if they choose not to be vaccinated, and I'm vaccinated, I don't care. The risk of me getting uh. Uh, getting the virus or the variant is much lower. Um, if they choose so willingly, even though they, the facts are there and it's free for them, that's on them. Is that, is that a good, is that, is that an accurate statement or is there something that I should be concerned with uh, thinking, thinking beyond that? So I think those are good questions. Um, if someone still has COVID or COVID is still spreading and you got vaccinated, it is rare, but you still can potentially get it. Once again, extremely rare. So I would say in terms of overall fear, it's not too it's not something you should be drastically concerned about, but something to be aware about because it does happen and does hurt people. <laughs> now, in terms of kind of just saying they chose that and so they, they uh, should be experiencing the negative outcomes that they chose to receive. I don't know. I, I can't really agree with that. I think it's always about the greater good and about helping people. So even if someone makes a mistake, I still think we should be open to, you know, hopefully changing their opinions and helping them when they do need help. Well, Prof K is a better man than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Yeah, that's all I got. Pretty much. I might go do the antibody test so maybe we can put a pin in this argument with you guys so I can just prove to you that I am super immune. But we'll You know another way to prove test? you're super immune? Hmm. <laughs> Get the vaccine. No. Exactly. What if I already have natural immunity when that like just jacks me up even more? Jacks you up? What do you mean? Yeah, like goes in and messes with my DNA with its magneto effects and all this other craziness and stuff. You know, yeah, you're sticking to me. You don't want superpowers? Uh, not if it comes at the cost of other things. It depends. What, See, what, yeah, we don't know what all the little T bones running around. That's what I'm That's saying. That's a good thing for the world. No, it's not. 
Yeah. So I'll put all this information in the show notes from our fun two topics, but are you guys ready to, uh, does anyone have any final topics? I'll give everyone a final thought opinion because it is Dependence Day, so we can all have our own individual views on this. But outside of today, no views, please. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm free Britney, right? Uh, leave Britney alone. Exactly. Uh, all right, well, let's get into our, let's do an update up in... Uh, movie night with the boy oh i i got a topic before we get we jump in oh yeah movies. that's right my apologies <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm sorry yeah trying to silence me yet again t-bone i, <laughs> I get know. it i get it <laughs> democracy so dies in darkness t-bone hey, man <laughs> i you know i've been hate listening to the mainstream media all week so i've just been a little you know i'm a little spiced up so uh you know for those for those of us that are are uh, avid listeners to the pod you know we know we're not we're not uh, the youngest of, of fellas, right? We we're distinguished men. Um, and I, I recently went to the doctor and I was having I was talking to them, and we, I was I was saying I might have like uh, I might have a lactose issue, like I might have um, I might have developed it. So I'm going on this like dairy free cleanse just to see. So I'm kind of curious to see if you all have, have noticed like as you've gotten older. I, I know we're all still 29 and we're never going to age past that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you I, have you seen anything that's change with your body like is there something you can't you know obviously i think for all of us is drinking right we just the the young boys that we were in college are no longer there but like Mm -hmm. are there anything else in the last couple of years you've noticed that has changed that have impacted your body that you've had to make adjustments mine may be dairy i don't know let me think about that one. I definitely for sure think yes. I'm just trying to think of a good reason or a good example of what that is. Tums should be in every first aid kit. I'd <laughs> <laughs> say post 30, I've learned that um, things hurt more. You know, I feel, you know, that's that's been something I do not want to openly admit. But, you know, so that's kind of the two things. They I hurt gone... more and they hurt longer. Yeah. <laughs> Are you like, if you do do an injury, it's not just like, oh, look at that. I'm good to go, you know? But I would say it's kind of like those kind of certain things. I think my my feet hurt more if I don't wear comfy shoes. Like I could Mm. just wear, I could just slip on any kind of shoes that I have. Like like the whole... No more um, vans. Yeah, no, no (laughs) vans. Vans have been gone for a while. <laughs> the whole, uh, like the memes about dads wearing new bounces. It's so true. New bounces are like just God clouds on my feet. They just feel amazing. And my feet are super fat and they're wide and they're, my toes are like small and chubby. I have ugly feet. So I need. Welcome to the club, baby. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I, I, I need my shoes. Like one time I went to Disneyland and I bought some Nikes and I, this was just a stupid mistake anyways, but I wore, I, I didn't break them in enough and my feet were just miserable. And just mm. if, if, if your feet are uncomfortable out of your whole body during a day where you can't sit down, your day is, is shot. <laughs> so mine is my feet. I have noticed that my feet are, uh, they're like just prima donnas. You got to take care of those puppies. <laughs> I think I'm mine. 
Oh, go for it, Zaddy. Okay, no, no. I, all I was going to say is like everyone that shits on uh, old men for wearing New Balances, I'm like, there are some pretty cool New Balances. Like, oh, yes. Same. I, my pair that I have are super comfy. And I'm like, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not like the old white guy ones. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there was a meme my buddy sent me. He's like, if I'm at a 4th of July barbecue and the cook is not wearing New Balances, I'm not eating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> or socks and sandals. Or socks and sandals. That's the only alternative. What about Crocs? <laughs> I've never worn Crocs. Mm. They're fun. I want to get some. They're supposedly super comfy. Do you have some? I do. Yeah, they're they're squishy. Are they comfy? Yeah, they're nice. You can wear them like in like they're great like beach day shoes. You know, like because like water just like doesn't. Oh yeah, it's not a problem. You know, and they're like again, they have like a thick sole. Do they get stinky? No, it's just like a. No, I mean I don't think I never realized that problem. They dry fairly quickly. It's like a I weird material they're made out of. It's like a weird foam that doesn't absorb water. It is pretty open, so I'm wondering if that's it aerates really well. So maybe that's yeah. why it's first smelling. Maybe I'm thinking of Tom's. I've oh, had, yeah. yeah. Those are nasty. Yeah, Tom's smell. Those are gross. Gordo, Bobs. let's invest in some Crocs and, and let's do some <laughs> research, you and me. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Let's buy some Crocs. We'll give, we'll, we'll give the There's customer a Croc review. store down here. <laughs> Hey, it's a Colorado company, baby. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm down, Z. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, Prof K, what do you, what's your old man syndrome? So I think I've started to notice for a while now that there's so many factors that affect my quality of sleep. And I think before I could fall asleep pretty quickly and I would have a good night's rest almost like however I felt. If whether it was I can drinking. attest to this. I've seen Prof K pass out in less than five minutes. <laughs> but I I struggle so much more now. So if I if I eat too much before I go to sleep, I can't go to sleep. Or if I do, it's like a horrible day. I just feel horrible the, the, when the morning I wake up. If I go to sleep after drinking, same thing. Uh, if I take a nap during the day, forget about it. I probably can't <laughs> go to sleep that night. And, I, and it's so disappointing because I remember those times when like you'd go to sleep and you wake up and you just feel completely refreshed. And I, I miss that. Uh, so I think that's what a big thing for me is. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Prof K. <laughs> I can respect it. Sleep game is a real thing. Now I go to sleep tired and I wake up tired. I think <laughs> Z had hit it on the head though. Like the biggest thing is like the drinking. Like I cannot do like it. I just can't do it anymore. It just doesn't happen. Like I know whenever you guys were in town and we planned to go out and we were like, okay, we're going to do it. Like we did in the Pinocchio's days. It just, it doesn't happen. It can't be planned if that's what's going to exactly. Be. Or it's got to be a vacation where you can fully relax and not have responsibilities. Yeah. But it's obviously, I know what you, how you're going to feel. <laughs> that's why you have I to be prepped like- the next day. Uh, next day and day before (laughs) yeah next day day before it's it's a week prep um i also feel like as you get older you just like beer more like i used to think i hated beer i was like i don't like beer i don't want beer if i'm not shotgunning it what's the point of drinking it and now i'm like just fucking give me a banquet don't give me tequila Mm. don't give me vodka yeah like (laughs) shots are they're just bad idea it's got to be good alcohol Even that, like I, everyone's yeah. like, oh, it's like I, 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 if I have to choose between well tequila and Patron, I'm going to go with Patron, but it's not going to feel good. No. And I feel like even if you put two bo- two glasses of whiskey in front of me, one of Jack Daniels and one of 20 year old age uh, whistle pig, pig whistle, I would not. I probably wouldn't know the difference, to be honest, if I sipped on. But the if I put like Jose Cuervo and like, you know, what's it? 1794, right? 
I probably right. still wouldn't know the difference, to be honest. Really? Oh, man, yeah. I could totally tell the difference. I mean, oh, if I was just like... sipping Jose versus Patron, I would kill myself. But <laughs> <laughs> I've just never been yeah. that big of a well, you know, I feel banker. it. I just, I don't know. It just, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a banquet guy, too. Which, yeah. just speaking of old guy things, I've had I've had um, mornings of gout in the morning sometimes. Oh man! Anybody had gout? Not mm-hmm. yet. I'm scared. Oh, yeah, I did. So uh, my water intake has increased substantially as I've gotten older too. Because before I would never drink water. I would drink banquets. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> did you did you reduce your meat intake and your alcohol intake as well? Do you know what today is, James? <laughs> I'm just saying, you go on gas. Yeah. You did one third of the things. <laughs> There's medication. There's medication, Gordo. There's medication. Yeah. No free ads, but one thing I would recommend that, at least for me, just going to the sleep thing, I've joined the Whoop. Oh, I've heard good oh, things about yeah. Whoop. And I've been My like, buddy just, just bought a yeah. Whoop. I've been doing it for a few months now and it's cool to see the like like again what you were kind of describing as far as like your sleep like how what kind of quality sleep are you getting not just about how much but like are you getting decent like quality sleep and that has been kind of almost game changing as far as like trying to get overall just like fitness together with like working out getting recoveries and all that kind of stuff um so if let's, any let's take one step back what is whoop i've never heard oh, of this. sorry my apologies it's like a it's a bracelet that you're you not are. listening to joe rogan that's why <laughs> <laughs> sorry just the, the other two knew it so i just immediately went into it my bad i'm actually giving the background but yeah it's it's a bracelet like, that uh, you wear like 24 7 isn't the charger like something you connect to the bracelet so you literally never have to take it off yeah the charger is like a little adapter that goes right onto the bracelet yeah, so, yep. so you charge the adapter battery pack and then you put mm. that on so you can always wear it but it's just like a little like it's water resistant diode right? mm-hmm. it's Especially a much more accurate generations. fit yeah, yeah. exactly oh. yeah, but exactly. it gives you like so the whole thing that you you have to pay like a it's like a service thing so it's like do you pay the monthly fee t-bone or do you buy the year one um i think a monthly because i got a deal because i got recommended from a friend because you mm. get like a month free and a free band or something like that so oh, nice. that's the pitch if any of you guys want it let me know so you if i wear this for free am i gonna look like those guys um if you uh, if no, you start instantly. getting your numbers right ideally yeah because i was listening to like they have a podcast and i was listening to some of their stories and some of the people on there and there's a guy who at 40 just gained 70 pounds by eating like mcdonald's and all kinds of food and going on all kinds of different diets like a bad keto where you're eating like mm-hmm. twinkies Jeez. or whatever yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. um and he gained 70 pounds at 40 and then he lost it all again and became like super ripped he's like a personal trainer guy but he this used the fit to fat guy, or fit yeah to fat to fit yeah, so he did fit to fat to forty was his new thing, and he went through it again mm. at forty to Ugh. try to prove to his clients that he could do it. Yeah, and he did it, and it's super crazy. But like hearing him talk about the numbers and like when you get like these certain readings because they take like your sleep, your activity, and everything, and they calculate like numbers for you to like see where your performance is at. So if you do get like start building your performance up, and the app says you're super healthy, ideally you will get that supposedly. <laughs> Give me 90 days. I got to get back into it. Like I, I love working out, but I stopped and now I'm like, I'm out of shape. You no, know, I it's remember like a hill. For, my, for my wedding, the bachelor party, you woke up early and went to work out. I was, so yeah. Bad. 
Yeah, that's not happening nowadays. <laughs> if I'm waking up early, it's because uh, I got some bowel movement. <laughs> See, it's like it's just like you can kind of get into it, but they have like all these deep metrics and stuff. They yeah, give you recommendations on how to improve cool. your sleep and all that. Yeah, and like saying, "Hey," because like you also felt like a journal of like, were you on your phone before bed? How long? How much water did you drink? And like, mm. it kind of makes you cognizant of those other things. And based off your behaviors that you report, it says, "Hey, you should go to bed earlier. You need this amount of time in bed to get hopefully this quality sleep." I think the, the interesting, interesting thing about this is, you know, I, it sounds like it's customizable to the individual, but mm-hmm. if you collect this data on your own, you can develop some models to really identify what factors are influencing your sleep. So if this is doing it for you, that's that's, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I'm curious about the accuracy of it. Yeah, it's all about give like- us a, Give us a sponsorship, Whoop. Yes, yeah, seriously. The boys can come on your pod. We'll do a cross pod type deal, you know, everybody wins. I'll talk about how it helped me lose 70 pounds too. I'm happy to do so. <laughs> <laughs> I think the phrase is follow for follow. Would oh, be, yes, yes. Would it be uh, zaddy-fied? Hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, so if you're interested, just let me know. But not to no free ads, you know. I'm just it's yeah. something I've been. So takeaway: we're all old men, and we're yeah. we're slowly dying. Well, see, my so my argument would be if I if you work out and kind of like you know Prof K's argument, if you work out and try to be healthy early on and keep going with it, ideally it should work out for the long run. Yeah, you can always get hit by a bus, but it is what it is. So, or win the lottery and say, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and you just hire like a Tom Brady esque chef and yeah. you're seven. Move me. I'm not going to work <laughs> out. You move my body. <laughs> Too funny. Should we move into movies? Yeah. Are you, is there anything else anyone has for our fun fourth of Brulee day? One other thing I did want to mention, just because we haven't really been all on the the pod in a little bit. Um, I was curious what you guys are doing to maintain your kind of goals for the the summer. Usually the summer and a little bit of the winter is the time where you can successfully accomplish certain things that you've been kind of pushing off. Do you have like a to-do list app or program that you use to keep yourself accountable or do you do something else? Um, I figured this is a good time to kind of help each other, but also, you know, any of our listeners who are interested. Because I think there's the market for to-do lists and productivity apps are kind of have exploded to the point where there's so many bad products. Yeah. So I really do anything, just like I'd the be, task oh. app from Google. Like I, I find that to be the most helpful, right? So my job, we you Google is our, uh, pro, like our office tool instead of Outlook. So oh. like it's integrated, so I can just pull it up, type it out, and then just continue on. Like you can set specific info, but like I literally just use it for a list. Um, and then I, like I have like whiteboards in my room and my office space, which is also my room, um, where I write down like goals and stuff. So. So it really, for me, it just comes down to like writing down lists. So then for like your long-term project management, do you still use those lists to do that? Or do you have a different tool for that? So for, this is great for a, a daily to-do list, but mm-hmm. let's say you have this large project that you're working on personally for a month or like you're renovating your house or something like that. What would you do to, to maintain that? Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, like I, I find myself not necessarily using like leveraging a lot of those like uh, time management or productivity things. Like I'll just create a spreadsheet of like, okay, what are everything I need to get done? All right. What's a t- like try to create like a Gantt chart essentially in a spreadsheet. Okay. 
nice, nice. What about you guys, T-Bone Gordo? Anything that you guys do that, that really helps you maintain your productivity? No. <laughs> <laughs> and it could I'm just be that you're inherently good at you know keeping yourself accountable, and that's fine. I have this invisible ink that only shows up when you bring the paper close to flame so that only I know what I'm doing. And this it keeps it. you productive. <laughs> How well, many there is extra time cost? spent in, you know, creating the, the ink and all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it all lives on my phone. I feel like okay. I just have notes that are journals, but mainly the notes on my phone, just because it's always on me and I can kind of work on it or think about it when I get thoughts. Notes in his phone in different languages to keep secrets from himself. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have like a app or anything. I just kind of see what we're doing today and make sure it gets done. Prof K. Living the moment. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of where we're at right now. So this uh, whole goal here is to get in the house. And so that's pretty much it. So that's why we have the manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she runs the day. <laughs> what about you prof k what what tools because this has been something you've been looking for and, and working on for a while now is there anything that you've found to be really helpful i, I it's really tough because i think i've tried out a lot of them because i want to find one product that i i really like that i've stuck with and most of these i stick with for a couple of months and then when i get really busy with work i just literally run out of time to actually maintain it. And I don't know if it's because work gets so busy or if it's like that one day of work that gets so busy that I stop making that list and then I just completely fall off it until I get through. Yeah. So I I think for me, what's been working the most, so I've, I've tried bullet journaling, I've tried a lot, I've tried digital, I've tried physical. And physical is fun because you can look at historical data, but I think maintaining that and like redrawing it out on a weekly basis is just way too time consuming. So I've transitioned more to, it's a program called Choir. Um, it's, there's, there's a startup that's still going on, but um, it, yeah, it's not a sponsor. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but I did reach out to them because I, I want to get more information. They never responded to my email. So I was kind of disappointed with Boo. that. With that being said, you know, it's about creating those daily to-do lists, but then you can map out on a weekly basis or whatever kind of time frame you want. And you can do project level. So it's a little bit more, more micromanaging than I originally wanted, but doing that, I think makes me a little bit more invested in yeah. my daily plan. So I'm going to try this again, uh, especially this summer starting out for me uh, and see if I can kind of stick with it for a full six months. And if it does, then that'll be my thing. But I haven't stuck with anything for more than four months, I think over the past three or four years. So I'm still looking. But that's because so, you journal. I tried. Um, it, it, like it's just a, in general, like not necessarily like drawing diagrams and anything like that. Just like. I tried a little bit. I got a phone app because I, I figured I could do that wherever I am right before I go to sleep. I did that for like a week and then I stopped. Uh, <laughs> so nice. I haven't, but I heard so many like good health benefits associated with it that I, I really do want to get into that. Hmm. And it'd be, I, I think it'd also be cool, like, you know, when you're 30 years down the road, you can look back at what you wrote. Be like, wow, like I was so productive or like I was an idiot. And now you know. <laughs> or I thought I was going to be so productive. <laughs> Who would have thunk out to actually become a full-time podcaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Crocs, Whoop, and what's this one? Choir.io. 
<laughs> all right, choir.io. Um, no free ads, but we take sponsorship. These, uh, yeah. <laughs> these ads and sponsorship notes, but uh, that's, that's going to be on our, that's what we're going to be uh, project managing for the next couple, uh, next couple of weeks and months, maybe. Yeah, Let's airtime isn't free, so we got to send some invoices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all right, you ready now? They're getting ready to introduce Joey Chestnut. I thought, see, I thought this was happening. See, that's why I don't like. That's why I hate watching it because they're like an hour later. They're coming on. So, B. What a legend. Have we to live in America, to stand side by side on the 4th of July, to behold this man? What greater? I can see you doing this, T Bone. Is this happening? That's a pretty epic introduction. I know. For a hot dog eating contest, I was like, what? I was like, this seems like the next president. Honestly, if Joey Chestnut ran, I'm certain he'd he'd do well <laughs> on the Republican ticket. <laughs> Man, there's bigger crowds in a Biden campaign rally right what, now. What was the, hey, there we go. <laughs> what was the the time limit? I, I, is it ten minutes? 10 minutes or is it like, yeah. So okay. Vegas set the over under for Joey. <laughs> Which has happened? Sorry, 70, it, was to, it was to our, it was to Gordo's diss. So you know, he seventy-three and a half hot dogs is what Vegas says he's going to eat wow. in ten yeah. minutes. What do you think? think? Is this happening Ooh, right now? Yeah, it's live. I th- I'm going to take the over. Chestnut's a beast. Yeah. Also, I just feel like, like I honestly have been craving hot dogs the last couple Wait, days. Is Kobayashi here or I not here? No, he yeah. There's uh, some controversy there, T Ron. Well, I know that he on. had like uh, some arthritis in his jaw or something. Yeah, yeah like but there was, or, was also, in the past. Yeah, the past yeah. controversy was that he was somehow cheating, which I don't know how you can yeah. cheat. Yeah, how do you? <laughs> dozens of cameras. <laughs> he chewed faster. Yeah. <laughs> he, he cheated by eating a ton of lettuce and expanding yeah. his stomach. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Of all the food competitions, like the hot dog one looks the grossest. Oh, like you see so the guys disgusting. like the bu- the buns in the water. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Okay, they're not starting. Yes. So until this starts, we'll report back on this. I think it's still just, you know, them just. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm watching it as we yeah. speak. Don't worry. I'll keep it. We'll, uh, Gordo gonna... will give us updates. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go into movie night with the boys. But that said, I'm going to go with the over. I think he's going to do over 75. Over? 73 and a half. 73 and a half. 74. That's... Okay, so you're saying let's do a specific number, Prof. K, what's your what's your pick? Seventy six. Okay, and T Bone, you said seventy one. Seventy one. What was yours, T Bone? Seventy four. Okay, I'm gonna go seventy three. Ooh, so just seventy one, seventy three, seventy four, and seventy five. Right. Seventy six. Okay. All right. All right, Prof. K. All right. I don't have any really any of the trailers, so but we just need to get an update. So Gordo, hit us with your thoughts on Army of the Dead and Corolla. I'll just make that one quick since you guys. It, it was good. It was a good zombie movie. I thought, um, you know, Zack Snyder. I think I, I just like Zack Snyder, so I thought I thought it was good. You know, for a zombie movie, it was good. So I would. Uh, 
I would give it um, I'd give it a 6.8 that brings that average to 6.8 yeah it's not like top 10 or anything is it well, but so it's a good movie. Yeah. Like it's it's zombie meets heist movie. Yeah, a- I thought I thought it was it was good. I, I I didn't I think like if you talk about zombie movies, some of my favorites are um uh World War Z mm-hmm. is one of, yep. one of my favorites. Um why can I Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Why can I not think of Will Smith's Legend? Oh, I am, uh, I am Legend. Oh, I am Legend. Yeah, love, that's a great love. One. I am Legend. Um, but then, like, there. I, but I think there's like a fine line between the directors who want to make a like a good drama movie, like Army of the Dead and I Am Legend, and then like, what's the one with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and like, um, oh, Zombieland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Like, there's a difference between zombie movies there, right? There's a mm-hmm. that, that one's meant oh, yeah. to be comical, and, but yeah, I, I really like that one. I okay. love zombie genres. Yeah. Well, which ones would you say like is not a good zombie movie for comparison? Ooh, ooh. I would say, uh, what is it? This is it. Twenty eight weeks later. Is that the sequel to oh, Eight yeah, Days Later? Yeah, the sequel. Yeah. Good. I agree. 28 days later was good. Oh yeah. That one that was scary. That was good though. All right, what's yeah. your thoughts on Cruella? Oh, so good. So so good. Emma Stone, right? That's the that's the mm-hmm. oh, just killed it, dude. Like I'd never been a huge Emma Stone fan. Um, I guess maybe because I never really I don't know. I just don't really remember much of her movies as far as like her being the main star. I know they're out there, but she killed it like she was just so good her and and i like how they went into her backstory because you didn't know it really what krilla's backstory was as far as the animation movies and even the real life one they made way back when so it was cool to see where krilla came from as far as who krilla is um it was cool to see her. Uh, who was her two sidekicks? The two two boys. Oh yeah, Jack yeah. yeah. Is it Jack? I forget. They were cool. They were funny. Um, the other villain, the lady that Carilla was working for, that like they became enemies. She did a great job. It was just a good movie. I really liked it. Um, so I'd give that one an eight point six. Oh, Disney's still taking up the top ranks. Dude, Krilla was good. Krilla was really good. So my follow-up question to the three of you guys is, if Disney would remake any of their animated movies into live action, which would be your preferred next one? Well, that's a good question. Also, villain origin story. Let's add, let's add that as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll take a good one too. Okay. Let me think. Let's see. My next real life one would be I think The Princess and the Frog could be awesome. Ooh. Just the whole New Orleans, you know, setting, the vibe, the voodoo stuff. They could be really good. That would be my next one. But like maybe PG 13 too, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be a little scary. Yeah. A uh, quick update we're at the uh, nine minute and 12 second mark, and Joey Chestnut is at 10 hot dogs. It's count, counting down, right? Yes, count, count down. Uh, I so think. Prince- Oh, I'm sorry. Go for it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go for it. 
I was just I was just summarizing just Princess oh. and the Frog. Yeah, Princess and, and the Frog ahead. would be mine. I think my live action would be Hercules. Uh, I just love that movie. And mm. I think I saw posts of people like, you know, people saying, oh, who could be the characters in the movie? Um, I, I think one person said like, this is for Zeus and Hades, it could be um, Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth, just because they have mm. good banter together. And I, when I saw that, like, yes, I have to see that. Um, but for backstory for a villain, hmm. I almost want to see Jafar. Oh, that's um, good. Jafar would be good. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I don't know who T- my villain would be. T-Bone? I'd have to agree as far as Jafar. I think Aladdin was like one of my favorites and I was like kind of half and half on the one that they did. Quick update, um, eight minutes and Joy Chestnut is at 23. Damn. He is moving. Um. So like I think that could be a way to read, you know, bring back the live action in like a cool way. Um, I was just thinking of it, but oh, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I think that'd be hilarious to see with all the dwarves as like a live action. I think that could be pretty cool. That that's one I'm pretty sure. Right, they haven't done that one, right? I thought they did. I thought Chris Hemsworth was was part of that. I think that was, but was it Snow actually? White, it wasn't the Seven Dwarves. I think it was yeah. Snow White. Okay. So, like, if you're talking about, like, remaking one of the cartoon Disney movies, it would be either that one or, yeah, like, Emperor's New Crew would be cool to see as, like, a live. Oh! Emperor's yeah. New Crew, for sure. the squirrel and the guy with the squirrel. Squeaker, oh, yeah. squeaker, squeaker. Was, was the Lost City of Atlantis a Disney movie? Oh, yeah. Yes. That one. Yeah. That would be a good one, too. Yeah. That and Hercules, I think, would be really good live action, right? Just because, like, even if they didn't go with the the movie, right? Because, like, we all talked about, like, the Mulan movie we all hated because they went completely different. It's like, you could have just stolen the script. But I feel like even with, like, Hercules and uh, The Lost City of Atlantis, like, you could go off and make a really cool new uh, version of it and and do well. Um, oh, man, the, the villain one, I'm kind of torn. Like, I would love to see a Jafar one or, like, a... Or what's the octopus lady in Little Mermaid? Mm-hmm. I know you're talking that about. one would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They're, um, they're doing a live action mermaid, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, but a back backstory. I'm sorry. Yeah, backstory on her. I'm trying to think of any other ones. Yeah, I tried to look up a list, and I was like, eh, Tangled or like Rapunzel, possibly, but like, eh. oh, her know, mom. Possibly. Yeah, I wasn't really like a super big fan of like, I know the stories are both cool, but like as a live action, I'm kind of like, I want older, the older Disney's they still haven't even kind of done, you know? Yeah. Well, both older. Nice. And, like, I think 90s. the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame would be a good live action oh, too. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that was a great story. Oh, with the gargoyles? Yeah. Yeah, those guys are great. Nice. So are we all updated on the movie ratings and everything? We okay, are. Did you get your? Did you watch? Oh no, you need to watch Hereditary. Right? I need to watch Hereditary right. and Nobody. Same. Cool. All right, then we will save those for next time. So, so tentatively, where are we at on our on our ratings, uh, Prof K? What's what's still holding uh, the number one seat? The number uh, it's tied between Raya and the Last Dragon and Zack Snyder's Justice League, both averaging Ooh, 9.1. Wow. wow. But we do have a new Hell third yeah. with Cruella at 8.6. Nice. nice. 
So, so it's uh, Raya, Justice League, what's second? Um, uh, Raya and, and Justice League are tied for first. And then what would be in the second oh, place, right? Oh, like, uh, Cruella. Okay, and then what would be third? The the father and then the platform, surprisingly. Ooh. Oh. That's surprising. Update, we're at four minutes and 40 seconds, and Joey Chestnut is at 49 hot dogs. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is the father? And then I Googled that. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whose turn is it for the next one? I know we have like a couple movies, but we have like two and then Black Widow. So maybe let's, tr- oh, yeah, let's just do Black Widow and then we can yeah. laugh her. Yeah. So next week we all have to be caught up. Oh, yeah. That's a lot <laughs> Good of luck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so n- nobody's only like an hour and a half, though. It's a, it's a, is it free? Uh, I have it, but it's only for the next 48 hours. Okay. Ooh, good job. So I can share it if you guys are, uh, and then what was it? Is hereditary, is hereditary free? Uh, do you have Showtime? Mm, I might. I'll it's check. like on that one. Go there. If you want, you can come over this weekend. And you can watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a movie probably to watch. It's wild. Yeah. No, I was like watching it alone. At certain points, I was kind of like, turn on the lights. Okay, let's finish the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's really guys- scary, man. <laughs> Did you guys watch Mayor of Easttown yet? Oh, mm. of course. Finish that. Easy. Uh, Prof is not going to watch heavy. it. Let's just talk about it. How <laughs> good was it? Oh, it was so good. It was, It was. Like, I mean, like the whole SNL thing that we had kind of gotten into. I think oh, that was so funny. It. It was Did so, you watch that, Z? Yeah, it was so Of good. course. Yeah. <laughs> you, you murdered my dirter. And murder, put murder. Murder. <laughs> you did, did I stirter? <laughs> Did you guys see the boy as the killer? Like, did you guys figure it out before it was obvious? No. I didn't figure it out. Like, someone, like, one of the podcasts I listened to made that, and I was like, ooh, you can see it. Dang. I totally thought it was the boyfriend. I thought he was going to be a D all the way up to the end, but then when he gave the money away, I was like... I know. I was talking to some coworkers about it, too, right. but it's like, HBO is too clever to just make it that obvious from the get point. You're right. You know? No, yeah. Like, they, like... Never, ever identify the way. killer yeah. until, like, the last 20 seconds of the show. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, why was he so, like, adamant to burn stuff? Like, what was he trying to hide, right? They never really yeah, clarified that, that. Yeah, I agree. That one was still confusing. See, like, that's what, like, not, yeah, that's why I thought he was... Had a gun, you know. Yeah, why was he like freaking out over that chick? Like, yeah, yeah. That I think they went a little extreme with his character to for him to end up being somewhat of a just nice asshole. But yeah, I don't know. But overall, it was so good, and Kate Winslet just killed it. It was really good, really good. All right, I've been trying to convince my coworker quack to watch it just because she she went to school in pennsylvania i was like you'll i want to know if this is accurate (laughs) do they talk like that is it dirty (laughs) i jumped back in at the end Uh, what i I did like about the show because i did see the first episode oh please tell us prof k yeah well kate score obviously (laughs) well one of the things that kate winslet said was like they they wanted to kind of pretty prettier up for the show but she wanted to really delve into like having a normal person so she really pushed for having little to no Mm -hmm. makeup um, not losing weight for the the show itself yeah I, i think i appreciated that i don't know if it was like the first episode or the second but when she was hooking up with that guy she said in like an interview that the producer was like, oh, we'll, we'll cut out like your belly scene where like it shows your belly. And she was like, no, keep it in there. Like, that's how I want it to look. 
So she and she like, still looked fucking sexy. <laughs> Mama's got a gun. I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one on that one. All right. <laughs> hey, what are we at, Cardo? Forty-seven seconds. Chestnuts at seventy hot dogs. It's gonna be close. Ooh. Let's let's do the final countdown. We're at forty seconds. He's at seventy-one. He's at seventy-two. Ooh. And we're at thirty seconds. Seventy-three. Twenty-three seconds. Ooh, it's gonna be close, Prof K. Seventy-four. Eighteen seconds. My feet just froze. Ah. <laughs> 76. But what's, where's the time? I'm trying to see the time. Ah, it froze. I think you hit it on the nail, Prof K. It says 76, but I'm trying to see the time. Oh, what is this live going to someone's phone? Is there any other shows? Oh, Mighty Ducks. Let's just talk about that while we're like filling the time. Quack, quack. Gordo, where, where, quack. where's your take? We've talked about quack. it, so I want to get your take. Quack. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was just a good. Did you expect that ending though? 76, Prof K. Oh, winner. Right on the money. Damn. I, like I did cheat a little bit. Um, the, the Nathan's Hot Dog website has a list of like every single time, like what his scores were for every single year. And he's consistently gone up one or two every year. So I felt going from 75, he'd go to 76. Mm. Yeah, you're disqualified. Cheater. Yep. Look at this insider information. <laughs> uh, Mighty Ducks was awesome. I just, it was such a good, feel good show. Takes me back to. You know, obviously the, the movies I thought were awesome. So it was good to see Emilio Esteban back in back on the screen. And mm. so the mighty duck, man, I swear to God, it was like, <laughs> Emilio. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It even made it even more better just when Zaddy said he was Nick. And it was just so true mm. on so many levels. <laughs> Podcaster, true, not, I was player. never really good at school. <laughs> Ladies, man. That was so funny. Uh, Tried to start a few clicks. Got a couple bucks. <laughs> <Nothing> serious. <laughs> uh, I think he's coming out with a movie on Netflix. I follow him on Instagram. So oh, really? Say. Yeah. He seems like just such a funny kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. It's it's good. I'm assuming there's going to be season two, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. I liked it. Gordo, have you started watching Big Shots? I have. What do you think? Like it a lot. It's right? Just those feel good shows, man. I just yeah. you need those. Oh, speaking of feel good shows, have you guys watched Ted Lasso? Yeah. Is season two out yet? I've heard it's no. a good one. End of it's just so month. good. Oh, it is so it's, good. So good. So just oh, I love it. Ted Lasso. Yeah. You got to watch it, T-Bone. You'd like it. Yeah, you watch I just it, got you, access to the Apple TV stuff. There's also another like space show or about the moon or something. I'm like kind of looking to check that out. But Ted Lasso I heard is like awesome because he like yeah. becomes like a football coach, but like of the soccer variety, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. And it's what's his name? Uh, 
Jason Sudeikis or whatever yes, Sudeikis. There you go. Yeah, he's super so, funny. In terms of feel good levels, would you say uh, Mighty Ducks or Ted Lasso is more feel good? Ooh. I'd say Mighty Ducks is more feel good because it's more family oriented. Like Ted Lasso is has adult like yeah. themes. Like it's not adult, but mm-hmm. it definitely goes into adult stuff. Agree. It's not for everyone of all ages. Yeah. 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 Nice. Should we get into Loki? Real quick, did you you finish zero 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 right, T Bone? Oh hell yeah, that was intense. Crazy, huh? Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. If you guys didn't watch that, add that to the I haven't list started yet. Okay, add it, add it. It's it's like a good one. How many was it? I think it was only like, four, only like, like yeah, five or five six. Five or six episodes. Yeah. It's really oh, okay. Yeah. Rafke, we need to start another uh like a show list. where like yeah, and, and like know who's watched it and who hasn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keep ourselves honest. Yeah. All right, let's do it. We're on episode four of Loki. Four. Oh my god! Best soundtrack of the three shows so far, mm. Prof K. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Well, just the storyline too. Like I'm all about that time travel. So the whole TVA you had me in the beginning with the uh, oh, what's so her good. name, Mrs. Clock or whatever. Like what? Yeah. This is TVA. This is the time travel I need, okay? Not your stupid <laughs> tenant BS, Prof K. You just want a simple portal? Explain it to me in a cartoon version and I'll get it, okay? Yeah, give me a fucking mascot. <laughs> <laughs> so you need like a 50s instructional video to break it down for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said it earlier. I'm not smart. I'm pretty. <laughs> it is so good, though. Oh, my gosh. So we're all caught up, though, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. But who who, call, who expected them to not be the real thing as far as the timekeepers? Not me. Not me. I did not see that coming either. The Android thing? Definitely no not me. Oh, yeah. Not at yeah. all. <laughs> so who do you think is so, the real bad? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have my theory. Uh, so Ooh, I don't know. Share, exactly, it, share it. I don't know how many episodes are left, and I haven't read up on anything. So I, what I'm saying could be completely dumb. So just take that into a factor. We're so late in the show now that it's kind of difficult for a show to introduce new characters and, and for you know the audience to really buy into. So I think the real timekeepers in you know in normal time you know jumping fashion are going to be the Lokis. Uh, I think they're going to create the thing that they hated because of some justification they're going to have in the next two episodes. Ooh. But that's just what I what I think based off of nothing in the Marvel Universe. I don't really know the backstory of all this. So just my opinion. Have you ever watched Rick and Morty, Prof K? Mm-mm, but I've heard wonderful things about it. Uh, they they do it. If you start it, like your argument is is very similar to what they use in that show. Oh, Okay. I like the the support that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see hopefully more multiverse Lokis. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Every episode I just feel like is is setting us up for another part of the movie. I'm like this this Doctor Strange movie either is going to have a lot of connections or we're all just fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's only two episodes left. Yeah. For Where do you think they're going to go? So. We now know that when you're, what's it called when you're when you're killed, killed off, you're purged. 
Is it did, are they actually like, are they actually destroyed though? Because Loki just got teleported. That's what I was gonna say. It's it, yeah. it seems like they're not killed. They're just sent to an alternate. Is it an alternate universe? Alternate timeline. It's interesting because it's a timeline where there's multiple Lokis already there. So it sounds yeah. like it's a centralized place for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it, it, like looks like New York and the first Avengers, right? You saw the yeah, Avengers Tower. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Bring back Morbius. I just want that to happen. I miss yeah. those, two. those two are my favorite. I will say I was so shocked when Owen Wilson character like yeah. was um, was purged. Uh, I definitely didn't expect that. I thought that was like death. So I thought it was a pretty big move for for uh, for Marvel to to go that route. But it sounds like they they're not dead. So maybe it's not. You know, maybe it's not concrete. Permanent. Gone forever. Right. Yeah. Do you think the lady, like Morbius's friend, the other agent, knows more than she's letting on? Like, do you think she knew? Because she killed him after the, after Sylvie cut off the heads, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe she might be it or something. Because, like, isn't Khan or Kang the Conqueror? I thought he was supposed to be one of the timekeepers. I have no idea. Um, well, I think that I know that's what a lot of people were saying. That guy looked like that character. Yeah. But yeah, that I have no, yeah, no idea. Yeah. All I right. Mean, so, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, say so. Dead. <laughs> so they're dead. <laughs> Prof K was, Prof K's uh, pr- prediction was that actually it's all Loki's running it. Uh, T Bone, do you have a prediction? I think it's like setting up the big bad that's going to be the guy in Doctor Strange or something. Like the one that like might be connecting WandaVision and all this other stuff. Like whatever's kind of going on with all that. Or I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I would like like to think that because I don't think there's any other shows happening before the movies. Mm-mm. So I don't know. Hopefully we get a big, a big payoff. That'd be cool. Big reveal. Gordo, any any predictions? Mm, no, not really. I don't really know yeah. who's TVA or <laughs> what's going on. It's just it's just so good. Um, and I agree though. I think that either Doctor Strange and what is it, like the the multiverse madness, Madison mm-hmm. multiverse, whatever. That has to be the end all, right? Because you would think everything's like specifically WandaVision, mm-hmm. Loki, like it's all leading to that movie. So you would think that's where we're going to get a lot of our answers. And I don't know if some big characters are going to die off, but I don't know. Loki's just been so good so far. And Tom Hiddleston. Episode three was kind of bad. Let's all be real. Episode three kind of sucked. It was a filler episode. Oh, it's for sure. Filler. Mm, I don't fully remember it now. Exactly. The the moon crashing into the the train on the pair. Yeah, they're stuck on the. There was some important stuff in there. I I think it's just the humanity of Loki and his connection with the the other Loki, right? Yeah, he wanted to have sex with himself. (laughs) But they're not. Hey, I'm not wrong. But they're not the same. They're not the same person. We found out that variants that are are what TVA is consisted of. Yeah. It's not just people that are created out of thin air. Everyone had a life before then. They're all snatched. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think Sylvie is in fact an actual Loki? Because like there's theories that she's enchantress. Like I think T-Bone and I have talked about this um, 
but what what are you what are your guys' thoughts? Do do you think she is enchantress, or do you think I, she is just a girl Loki? I think a female Loki mainly because it um, it would take away so much away from his development over the past episode or two uh, if it wasn't mm-hmm. actually her. There's also theories that she's like the daughter of Loki's sister, evil sister. What was her name? Oh, Hela. Yeah, Hela. Helena. Hela, yeah. There's some theories out there that she's the daughter of Hela. Hmm. Well, uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, I have no idea. This is hopefully we get crazy. some answers to her too. I hope she just isn't kind of like written off or whatever. We'll have to say. Yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, she's cool. The the one silver lining to this shitty year and a half is just back to back to back to back superhero movies. Yep. Yep. That's true. At least, yeah, we're going to get be overloaded with all the good, good. Mm-hmm. But, yep. All right. So, obviously, so Loki Wednesday and then uh, nobody, Black Widow and Hereditary. Hereditary. Yep. yep. Where's Hereditary on? Uh, Showtime. 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 That's right. Okay. And it's scary. Well, come yes, on yes. over, Gordo. It's a scary horror movie. <laughs> Prof K needs this. <laughs> <laughs> so do oh, we want to let... Go ahead. All of us have ideas. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, do we want to let uh, Prof K pick the charity today since he won the hot dog eating thing? Ooh. I mean, I have some headlines up, but I'm not prepared. And it could just be a hit or miss. <laughs> do a Prof K. Um, ooh, okay. You nailed going... it as far as exactly how many he ate. You were, you were ace in the hole. Oh, well, thank you. I'm going to choose, um, I'll need to look up the specific organization because I'm not too familiar with them, but an organization that's surrounding pancreatic cancer um, and maybe some of the supportive services they provide for research um, in terms of looking for cures and and whatnot. So I'll get back to you on the specific organization, but I think that's the general area that I want to go into. Cool. Yeah, just let us know, Prof K. That's exciting. Cool. All righty. Are you guys ready? for a quick little conspiracy corner about uh, the beginnings of America. Let's do it. Hell yeah. The system is our enemy. The very minds of the people we were trying to save. I think uh, Morphe was talking about the vaccine, right? (laughs) Nope. Wait, what's the sound? Here we go. Revolutionary war. The Battle of Long Island was a paralyzing defeat to General his Continental Army. It caused the British occupation of New York City and Long Island. In 1778, General Washington appointed Major Benjamin Talmadge as his chief of intelligence. Shortly after, Talmadge formed and led the Culper spy ring. This brave group of Long Island patriots came to Washington's aid, risking their lives to help defeat the British. The key members of the Culper spy ring were ringleaders Abraham Woodall, New York City spy Robert Townsend, and couriers Austin Rowe and Caleb Brewster. But among this group of men, a courageous woman was pivotal in changing the course of the American Revolutionary War. Anna Smith Strong was the brave and enigmatic member of the ring. 
Anna Smith-Strong was known to her family and friends as Nancy. Uh, she was a critical liaison between the male members of the spy ring and getting information to General Washington. When Washington was in his headquarters, he realized he needed to know the strategic plans of the British and also their maneuvers. And so he realized that spies were critical to his plans. The Culver spies were quite clever. They communicated using uh, coded messages and letters written in invisible ink. Uh, the recipient of the invisible ink letters would uh, use a liquid reagent to bring out the message. The Culper espionage was funneled through the pastoral village of Setauket. The base of spy ring operations was at Abraham Woodall's farm between Conscience Bay and Little Bay. It was here on this property, now known as Strong's Neck, where Nancy Strong provided the link between Abraham Woodhull and Caleb Brewster. She devised a code system using her clothesline. If there was a black petticoat hung on her clothesline, it meant that Caleb Brewster was in town. And the number of handkerchiefs she had hung on the line were one of the six landing spots where Caleb Brewster and Abraham Woodhull would meet. The spy messages were always delivered to the hands of General Washington. The dangerous work of these heroic secret agents resulted in momentous victories. Due to vital spy information, Washington was able to trick the British into turning their troops back to New York City, allowing French ally fleets to land safely on Rhode Island, one of several Culper spy triumphs. Today, one can explore the restful meadows and bays of Setauket and the Three Village area and connect with the fearless spirit and virtues of the Culper spy ring. America! Hell yeah, Independence Day. And it wasn't all just men, man. It was a woman, too, helped create this country. Damn right, baby. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty wild, but What though. was the conspiracy? Huh, that they're all spies over the... Well, the conspiracy is that there's a spy ring. But it's real. Ah. Yeah. So it's not so much a conspiracy, but it's about the whole conspiracy of creating the spy craft and, like, how they developed all that. I'd highly recommend this show on AMC called Turn, and it's pretty much based off this whole story, but they kind of, you know, dramatize it. But it's a really good show. I'd highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. But it's a cool story to hear about, like, how they use all these different, like, crafts and, like, how Benjamin Franklin helped them create some of these tools of, like, the invisible ink and all that other kind of stuff. Did you watch the Behind the Curve yet, Prof K or Zaddy? That is the flat earth one, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, but I did put that on my list. So whenever I see, when I scroll by it, I, go, so awesome. I had to watch some points. So if we're going to talk about it, I will definitely watch sooner than later. Okay. I, I've heard it. bad things about it, too. So oh, I don't it's know. so good. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. It's good. Either yeah. way you look at it. <laughs> T-Bone, would you recommend it? <laughs> it was entertaining. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was like... It's it's interesting the whole like it's more so interesting the culture of the people than the actual like topic itself. Unless we all want to go to Antarctica and find out for ourselves. But you know. Let's go. I'm Let's game. not go. Yeah, that's a little too cold for me. Sounds exciting though. Let's get some jackets. I I feel like I struggle a lot more with cold than most people on this call. That is true. <laughs> You're also from Las Vegas. It's not your fault. <laughs> No, I, I honestly think there's something that's inherently wrong with me. So, uh, <laughs> that first one, T Bone. 
cool. Before we play that, um, the organization I, I would like to put the donation towards is the uh, Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. Um, they provide a lot of supportive services to uh, individuals with cancer and put a lot of um, funding towards um, research efforts. Nice. Cool. All right. I got about 60 movies to watch, so you better be out of here. <laughs> <laughs> If you let me know if you want the nobody one or not, but we have a couple of days, so okay. So yeah, just let me know. But already, happy happy fourth, boys! Hell yeah, happy Independence Day! Celebrate your freedoms. Okay, can you say happy fourth just once on the podcast, please? Sure. Happy Fourth of July, everyone! Uh, a wonderful busy. day. Spend time with family. Uh, I missed that comment, but I'm gonna just ignore it and uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. As long as if this is released on. July 4th. If not, I hope we had happy Ooh, July 4th. And the gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> but T-Bone, really, spend time with your family. Don't worry. All can be accomplished. All is all. all, is all. <laughs> I think I should get that reference. Uh, Zoolander 2. I have no idea. <laughs> Zoolander 2. You guys need to get on that. I don't remember that line at all. Really? It's, Benger, it's Benjamin no. uh, or... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Dick Cumberland. Yeah. yeah. When he I comes in and being he's in like, the movie. Yeah. yeah. He's like this, like, the model. Yeah. He's the model that, like, he kind of floats in and he's like, and he doesn't have any sexuality. Like, yeah. Like, are you a girl or, or are you a boy? And he's like, all is all. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I was, I was so excited for this movie because of the first two letter, but the only like, scene I really remember from it is when Justin Bieber gets shot. Never that. That's it. All right, yeah. never mind. Okay, I'll watch it. It's a weird Just way to end this. <laughs> Did you watch uh, the right Zoolander? Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to kill Justin Bieber? <laughs> no, All for right. the record, no. <laughs> no. All, All right, boys. Peace out. Happy Fourth, guys. Happy Much love. Oh man, look at that. Mm. Look at that, no ads. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7. 24 7. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back